In this episode of the Remote Leaders Podcast, I'm gonna cover a subject that I see a lot of people struggle with, and that is dealing with overwhelm. Let's face it, if you have a job and you're trying to quit that job so you can start your own remote digital marketing agency, your time is probably very limited. We're all busy. So how do we overcome that and make progress with our business. Well, in today's episode, I'm gonna share some specific strategies and tactics I've used to deal with overwhelm and get traction in my business. You're gonna love this episode. So wherever you're listening to this, grab a cool drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode, Dealing with Overwhelm on the Remote Millionaires Podcast. You're listening to the Remote Millionaires Podcast, the show for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking to create and scale six and seven figure success online without being chained to a job, location, or computer. That's right. We're going to show you how to build wealth from anywhere. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis. Let's dive in. Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Gaddis, thank you for joining me again today. This week, we're going to be continuing. We're going to do another special training. Last week, I talked about SMART goals and how to use those to accomplish what you want to do. This week, we're going to kind of continue that conversation, and we're going to talk about a subject that we see a lot uh, with people trying to grow a remote digital marketing agency, and that is dealing with overwhelm. Let's face it. There is a lot of stuff to do when you're building a business and it can get overwhelming really fast. So I'm hoping in this episode to give you some really concrete tactics, some strategies that you can use to deal with that, overcome it, and get to where you want to go. So I'm going to start this episode with a quote that I hear attributed to Anthony Robbins. And the quote is, people tend to overestimate what they can do in a short amount of time and tend to underestimate what they can do long-term. Let me repeat that. People tend to overestimate what they can do in a short amount of time and underestimate what they can do in the long-term. And what that really means to me is that we're in this for the long haul, right? It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So it's not about, you know, uh, working 20-hour days and, you know, grinding, grinding, grinding. It's really about focusing in on the things that are really going to move the needle and focusing on doing those things over the long term. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, if you haven't listened to the episode I did on SMART goals, you're going to want to go back and listen to that episode. It's episode uh, number 15, the one right before this. And I talked about you know, how we set SMART goals, what they are, all of that stuff. And that's an important part of getting things done, using the SMART goals as part of your strategy. So again, if you haven't listened to that episode after this one, please go back and listen to it. These episodes are really meant to uh, be taken together, right? To be taken together. So let's talk about dealing with overwhelm, right? So one of the first things you can do to kind of come combat uh, this feeling of, you know, of overwhelm is to surround yourself with people uh, that are doing what you want to do, right? Like pick and choose people that are doing what you want to do, follow them, get in communities where people are doing what you want to do, pay attention to what they're doing, how they're getting things done. It will help to keep you motivated. It will also give you a place where you can ask questions. Obviously, if you if you have a budget for it, getting a coach 
or joining a program like Remote Millionaires, where you're, uh, you know, kept on task and and have some direct uh, help in getting accomplished what you're looking to do can really help as well. But if you don't have a budget for that, you can also look for programs and courses by people that are doing what you want to do and look for communities like that. For instance, we have a great Facebook group. Um, you can go to offlinesharks.com forward slash uh, Facebook and you can find it there. Or I think it's offlinesharks.com forward slash group. Not sure which one of those works. You can try them both. But we have a, a community there of, you know, 14,000 people that are all looking to build remote digital marketing agencies. And that's the name of the group, Remote Marketing Digital Agency Owners by Offline Sharks. That community is great. And I may be a little biased. I think it's one of the best free resources on Facebook when you're looking to build a remote digital agency. So if you're not in there, get in there. Uh, that's the first thing that can help, right? They'll keep you motivated. You'll be able to see what other people are doing, ask questions, all those kinds of things. Second, and let me just um, share my screen here. I made some notes of what you want to do. So I'm going to pull this up. And yeah, you should be looking at my screen now. So I'm going to go through these. So we talked about smart goals. I talked about uh, surround yourself with people doing what you want to do. And this this next piece is really the biggest, the biggest missing, uh, I don't know if it's missing, but the biggest thing I see people struggle with when they're looking to build a business. And that is having a realistic assessment of their work time. So a lot of times when people come into remote millionaires, uh, I think they have the view that we're going to be teaching them a lot of new things, right? There's going to be a lot of new stuff to do. And while there is a lot of new stuff to learn and there are, there are things we teach in there, especially in the beginning, for most people, it's really about scaling back and getting them to focus on the foundational things, the things that are really going to move the needle taking all of the things they're trying to do and whittling it down to the, the things that are going to move the needle the most, right? And the first step of that is having a realistic view of the time and the amount of time you have to work on your business and in your business, right? So there are some strategies that we use to accomplish that. One is a time audit. And this can be a very old school way to do this. You can just uh, buy a little three by five notebook that you can carry around with you. And you just throughout the day, mark down what you're spending your time on. And you want to do this for a few days. What you're trying to do is get a realistic sense of where your time is going. Because a lot of times we don't realize all the little stuff in our life that is pulling us away and keeping us from hitting the goals that we want to do. And you're not really trying to monitor your time at this point. Like, don't change your behaviors. You really want a realistic view of what's going on in your day, throughout your days, what's taking your attention, what's keeping, you know, uh, where you're spending your time so that you can really make an effective plan around that schedule to get done what you want to do. So you can do the old school way of just writing down what you're spending your time on. Uh, also, time tracking software can be a really great way to do this. Um, Rescue Time is a time tracking software that I've used. You basically just put it on your computer. It just runs in the background. And then every week, it'll give you a breakdown of where you're spending your time when you're on your computer. And that can help you to kind of see what's going on, like how, how much focus time you're really getting, 
how much you're getting distracted and, and things like that. So the first step is just knowing where you're at, where your time is going. That way you can build an effective uh, plan around that. So time tracking, understanding where your time is going, that's step number one. Step number two is getting a realistic assessment of your situation. And what do I mean by that? Well, look, I know a lot of people come into Remote Millionaires and they have this goal of making $10,000 a month, right? That's the goal they have in their head. And that's a great goal. It's definitely an achievable goal. But for uh, people that are just starting, that have never had a client, you know, getting to $10,000 in 30 days is probably not very realistic. Okay. I'm not saying it can't be done. If you've really busted your rear end, you could probably do it. But for most people with what they have going on in their lives, that's an unrealistic goal. So we need to be realistic about what our situation is. So a couple of strategies that I like to use to get a really good assessment of that is what I call a strength and weaknesses audit. And so we really want to look at where we're at. Like, have we had any clients before? Do we feel confident in our ability to uh, talk to clients and to handle them and to do those kinds of things, right? If we've never had a client, then we probably want to scale back our goals for now just to get that confidence and comfortability with dealing with clients and getting our first clients and getting some early traction and some early wins. Very, very key. So you may be on the other end of that spectrum, though. Maybe you have a lot of clients but you're spending a ton of time in your business. So your focus is going to be a little different, right? But you won't know that unless you have a realistic view of what your situation is. So whether you're somebody who's just getting started or someone who has a lot of clients, a strength and weaknesses audit will really help you out. And you really want to be, you really have to be ruthless with yourself. You really have to evaluate all your skill sets, where you feel like you're strong, where you feel like you're weak, right? For instance. If you have experience in sales, sales and talking to potential clients could be a strength because that's not something you have to worry about. But if you've never done that before and you don't feel like you have that, that skill set you know, down, you're going to need to spend some time in the beginning working on that skill set and building those things up. Now, you can do that as you're taking action. And some of the other things that I'm going to talk about today will show you how to do that. But be honest with yourself. Be ruthless with yourself about what your strengths and weaknesses really are. So again, you can formulate an effective plan to move forward and get better and better and better. And remember, it's not about how much we can do in a short time. It's really about what we can do in a long time. Back to that quote that I mentioned there, right? So sometimes you're going to find yourselves in a situation where you have to stop for a minute and really work on a skill set. I know Nick, my business partner in Remote Millionaires, one of the things he struggled with was, you know, just talking to people and talking to groups of people. So, you know, he stepped back and joined Toastmasters and really worked on becoming a good public speaker, developing that skill while he was building his agency. For me, it's kind of the opposite. I tend to struggle with the the systems and the processes and doing all of that daily stuff that needs to get done. So I oftentimes have to take a step back and focus on learning how to do those systems and processes and implement them and, and doing those types of things. 
but I wouldn't be able to do that if I didn't have a realistic view of what my strengths and weaknesses are. So you want to start there, right? You want to start with your strengths and weaknesses. So time audit, strength and weaknesses audit, that should give you a pretty good perception of where you're at and what you need to focus on in the beginning. Now, the third part to this is really the only thing that matters when you're trying to get traction and get your business off the ground. It's all about the RPAs. And that stands for revenue producing activities. Everything else is just busy work. So what is a revenue producing activity when you're trying to grow a remote digital marketing agency? Well, it's prospecting. Because if we don't prospect, we can't get clients. If we don't have clients, we don't really have an agency. So how we get from where we're at to prospecting on a consistent basis is the main crux of building a remote digital marketing agency. Now, in the beginning, if you're starting from scratch, from zero, forget about scaling, forget about automating the processes, just focus on getting consistent with the revenue producing activities. You'll be able to scale and automate as you get traction. That's how it was for us, right? So we want to focus on those RPAs, which in our case is prospecting. So what's holding you back from doing that? If you're listening to this episode right now and you have not prospected today, why not? What is keeping you from picking up the phone, sending out an email, or doing that crucial activity, the really the one that's going to move the needle the most in your business. Whatever comes into your head as to why you can't do that, that is what you should be working on right now. For most people, you know, maybe you think like, well, I don't have an agency website. Okay, well, let's get an agency website set up. Maybe you think, well, I don't really know what service I'm going to offer. Well, then we need to take a step back and figure that out. Maybe you say, well, I know what service I'm going to offer, but I'm not confident that I can do fulfillment. So we need to take a step and get that fulfillment in line. Maybe you say, well, look, I just don't know what offer I'm going to make. Well, then we need to figure that part out with the goal that we can start prospecting as quickly, as quickly as possible. All of the other stuff, the automating, the scaling, Figuring uh, all those little things out will come later. Let's get to the revenue producing activity fast. And I want to give you some examples of this because this can be a slippery slope. A lot of times you think like, oh, yes, I'm working on a revenue producing activity, but you're not. So I'll just tell you how my brain works when I was starting my agency, and maybe this will help you out. So whenever I would say, okay, I need to prospect. I would pick a service, I have an offer, I'm, I'm going to go prospect, but then I would start thinking, well, what if they say this? Well, what if they say that? Well, how am I going to deal with this objection? How am I going to deal with that objection? And I would just start spinning my wheels, trying to figure everything out before I started doing the revenue producing activity. What I have learned through experience is that is the wrong way. The correct way to do it is to start doing the revenue producing activity. And if those questions come up, if I run into those issues, then I figure out how to deal with them, how to recraft my message, how to overcome certain objections. But a lot of times what I found is that the objections I spent the most time worrying about and trying to figure out the perfect answer to never even came up when I was prospecting. It was more important 
that I started taking the actions, that I started doing the revenue producing activities. So really think about, okay, well, what is holding me back from that? And are they real, right? Is this a, is this a real thing that's holding me back? Or is it really just fear? Like, am I just making things up because I'm afraid to start doing the revenue producing activity? So sometimes something may be real and you may say, okay, I need to address that. But a lot of times these things are what I like to call fancied objections. They will never come up as you move forward. And if they do, it'll be so minimal, you'll be able to figure out how to deal with them at the time. But more important that you start taking the, the, the actions, the revenue producing activities. Now, as you start to do these things, you know, you're going to look at your time on it. You're going to look at your strengths and weaknesses. You're going to start doing the revenue producing activities. So it's important to track your progress as you're going through these things. So a formula that I like to use for that and that we teach inside Remote Millionaires is to uh, post, write out weekly goals, right? And the, the little formula we use for people is we have them put down what they got done in the previous week, what's the plan for the next week, and then what's the struggle? What are the things they're struggling with? And when you look at those three things, one, it'll start to boost your confidence as you see what you're getting done. Even though it may be small amounts on a week-by-week -week basis, over time, that stuff builds up. Plus, it'll give you a plan for the coming week. And you really want to look at the things you're struggling with because maybe if you're struggling with something, you need to take a step back and spend a little time in figuring that out or working on that skill. Maybe it's sales or closing. Like Maybe you're talking to a lot of people, but you're not closing any deals. So, oh, I need to take a step back and really figure out why I'm not closing those deals and how I can fix that. Okay. So that little formula will really help you. And if you combine all of these things that I just talked about with smart goals, you have a recipe that you can use long-term to build and grow regardless of how much time you have to work on your business. Again, if you have a full-time job, forget trying to do this all in a week, right? Like set some realistic uh, achievement goals for the long term, not so much on the short term. Now, it's November right now, I think when you're listening to this episode, and we're coming into the holiday season. And the holiday season can be a little tricky for people when they're trying to build, start, and grow a business because our personal obligations become very uh, active and we still have all this business stuff we're trying to do. Plus, the people we're prospecting, they have very busy schedules during the holiday season as well. So a couple of things about the holiday season. I have done a couple approaches to this. One, I've used the holiday season to really sharpen skills and learn and get better at things with the goal of really hitting the ground running and prospecting in the new year. That can work. The other strategy is just to really be aware that this is what's going on, that it's a busy time for everyone. So people aren't going to get back to you as quickly. They're not going to respond as quickly. So you know, really um, remember that so that you don't get super frustrated and just know that all of the seeds you're planting now can pay off down the road. So I know we have a lot of members in Remote Millionaires that prospect during the holiday season. They uh, Some people get a really great results. Sometimes nothing comes through until the beginning of the year. And then those people reach out to them and say, hey, now that we're through the holidays, we want to move forward with this. So just remember what you're doing today may not pay off today, this week, next week, but it could pay off down the road. So continue to do the revenue producing activities. And we're coming up on a time, the new year, where a lot of businesses, just like 
people are focusing in on what they want to do in the upcoming year. They want to get better. They want to do more business. They want to get better results. So it's a prime time to be reaching out to people about digital marketing services at the beginning of the year. So if you're a beginner, use this time leading up to that to get your ducks in a row to get everything in place so that when January 1st rolls around, you can hit the ground running and make a lot of progress. Now, a couple of other things I want to just touch on with this whole idea of dealing with overwhelm. I found it really critical for me to just focus on one day at a time. So what can I do today, right? Like not worrying about what I'm going to do the rest of the week, the rest of the month, the rest of the year. What can I do today that's a revenue producing activity to move forward? A strategy that I've used in the past that's worked really well for me is to set um, what I call little micro goals. So if prospecting is the thing I'm struggling with, I may just make a commitment to reach out to five new potential prospects a day, Monday through Friday. Now that may seem like a very small goal, but for me in the beginning, I had a lot of fear behind reaching out to potential prospects. What I've discovered is almost everything that I want is usually on the other side of that fear. So I just have to get through that fear. So for me, uh, I focus on the things I can control and I start by setting little tiny micro goals that I can achieve and start to build up my confidence. So reaching out to five new potential customer or new potential customers a day may not seem like a lot, but when you do that every day, Monday through Friday, week after week, your confidence starts to build. Plus you're doing, and you're able to evaluate the results you're getting. Like, are people getting back to you? Where are the holes? Like, okay, well, they're answering, but I'm not closing deals or I'm not scheduling appointments. Like you can start to formulate a plan and figure out what you need to get better at. And remember, when it comes to prospecting, there's a lot of things you cannot control about what the other people do, all that stuff. The one thing you can control is how many people you work out to. So I will start with really, I mean, they seem stupidly simple micro goals and then build up from there. Again, I'm just trying to build up my confidence, start doing, get in the habit of taking these actions and then evaluating what I'm doing and working on the skill sets I need to get better at them. So if you're really struggling, I would recommend that you set micro goals. It can even just be reach out to one prospect a day. If that's where you need to start, just start there or two, and then gradually build that up over time. And now as you're starting this journey or you're working to um, get better at these things in your business, you know, you are going to feel frustrated. You're going to feel like you're not moving as quickly as you should be. Everyone feels that way, no matter what level they're at. Nick and I still feel that way to this day. And we have pretty successful businesses. So that feeling can creep in no matter what level you're at. So go easy on yourself, right? Remember, again, we're looking at the long haul, not the short term. So just focus on doing those daily revenue producing activities day after day, week after week, month after month. If you're doing that, give yourself a break. That's why I like to set the micro goals because look, if, if I'm not feeling it, I just reach out to five potential new prospects and then I quit and I can feel good that I hit my goal for the day, right? And then I just do whatever I want with the rest of my day. But the next day I do five more. And if I'm feeling good, maybe I reach out to more than five, right? So I can, uh, I can, at least hit my goal and maybe go longer if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling in the groove. 
So that's how we start to develop these habits and get over that fear and just start to move forward. So go easy on yourself. And remember, Nike really got it right. You just have to do it. There's no, uh, there's no secret. There's no, there's no hack. There's no, uh, there's no magic to it. It's just about doing those revenue producing activities day after day, week after week, month after month, evaluating what you're doing and getting better. This is where being a part of a community or a program like Remote Millionaires can really come in handy because as you're doing these things and you're running into difficulties or setbacks or things like that, you have a place where you can go and ask questions and talk about it and get feedback from other people who I can almost guarantee you have experienced the same things and figured out a way to get around them. Look, I hope these tactics and things that I've laid out for dealing with overwhelm can help you breakthrough and really start moving forward on a daily basis. Again, I recommend after you listen to this episode, go back, listen to the SMART goals, employ the SMART goals as part of this strategy, set realistic, realistic goals. And and I can't stress this enough. A lot of times when people are remote millionaires, they post their weekly goals and it's like a list, a huge list of things. And I have to go back and say, Hey, Why don't we just focus on three of those things? What are the three most important things there? Let's just work on those three things this week. That's how we make real progress. All right, look, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. If you did, I'd appreciate it if you go to wherever you listen to this podcast and leave me a review. Uh, I'm gonna put some links to some of the things I talked about in this episode on the show notes page. So if you go to remotemillionaires.com forward slash podcast, you can see those there. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us in the Facebook group or at our support. Um, would love to hear from you. Happy to answer any questions you have. And I have some other great episodes coming with Remote Millionaires members and how they've dealt with overwhelm and overcome these things. So make sure you subscribe and stay listening to this podcast. Uh, there's going to be a ton of great info coming your way. Look, that's it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Enjoy the rest of your week. Stay safe, practice aloha, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Remote Millionaires Podcast. Now, if what you heard today resonates with you and you want to continue the conversation, then I want to personally invite you to click the link below and schedule your free Remote Millionaires business development call, where we'll analyze your business and your situation and show you exactly how to accelerate your results and build a wildly successful business you can run from anywhere. Until next time. 